Bitcoin is on the move again, and the rest of crypto is following suit. What is causing this rise in price? The U.S. Congress has an FTX problem, and it may not be what you think. And a major player has announced that they will be getting into the NFT space. And if we couldn't see that coming, who is it? <laughs> You'll find out today on our Mark of the Beast, Beelzebub, episode number 666 of the Evil Crypto Podcast. <laughs> Sounds like Lord Travis needs a cough drop over there here on the Bad Crypto Podcast. What's going on? <laughs> I was like, well, this is episode 666, dude. We got to uh, we got to reference that somehow, man. And then I think I need a Ricola. You know who lives at 667? Uh, the neighbor of the beast? Yeah. yeah nice. Actually, he's got them on both sides. They're at 665 and 667. <laughs> and this post is brought to you by Celsius. Put all your money in Celsius or in FTX or Voyager or Gemini, the drink of champions, <laughs> not actually sponsored by any of those. Welcome to the show, everybody. Joel Com here, Sir Lord Travis Wright over there. And uh, for those of you listening, welcome to the place in your ears where we are earworms to you. And if you're watching, then hello to your eye holes. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're happy to be getting Did in there. Did you just call me an eye hole? You, you're such an eye hole. Oh, my God. We got news. We got some news to cover today. And I think we should just go ahead and jump right into it right now. Here. Now. Let's talk about the geckos of coin. Timestamp January 30th, 2023, 11.50 a.m. Atlantic Standard Time. The total crypto market cap over a trillion dollars. One trillion eighty-seven billion dollars. Bitcoin. 23,163 Ethereum 1583 BNB 308 XRP 40 cents Cardano 38 cents Dogecoin just about 9 cents and number 10 on the list is Matic Polygon uh, up yeah. uh, 12% over the last week. Yeah, and that's not even the biggest winner. So, I don't know if you guys tuned in the last episode, we had Mina Protocol on. And just coincidentally, they're up 38% this past seven days. So you're welcome. Not financial advice. We didn't actually have shit to do with that. The BTSE token is up 35%. Radix, XRD, 33%. Aptos. Keep an eye on Aptos. Aptos is the evil spawn of the old Facebook DM token. It Half the team left to go create Aptos. The other half left to go create SUI, S-U-I, which is not released yet. Keep an eye on those because those were the players from Facebook's DM. Phantom's up. That. You didn't know that. Yeah, Phantom's no. up 25% and Avalanche is up 17%. There's been Zooey? some big wins. There's been some big wins. Yeah, yeah. SUI, I don't know, man. Big, 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 big. So Bitcoin's up. Why is it up is the question. And, of course, many theories and speculations. The hash rate. 
is up. And that is one of the reasons. Also, I saw that um, mining rewards are up like 50% over the last week or so. So, you know, the price is up. A lot of people think that this is a bull trap and that we're going to see a massive plummet that is more due to the macro economy, um, that it's due to happen in the stock market and in crypto. But uh, nobody really knows. I don't know. You know? You know, to me, it seems like, you know, it feels like a bull trap of some sort, you know, but it's always nice to see Bitcoin hitting, you know, 23 uh, hitting 23,000 it's nice to see the global currency of crypto up over a trillion i love that whenever it's over a trillion it just feels better to me it feels more congruent with my being to have crypto be over a trillion now i really like it when it's over 2 trillion and i can't wait until it's over 5 trillion which eventually we will see that occur i am sure of that not financial advice but it's great to see things on the move and you know it's always been interesting last crypto cycle, Joel, you know, the bull run, we were talking about it. We thought it was going to hit a hundred, right? And when it hit that 62 something, 60, what was it? 64, 62, something 69. like that. 69. No, it hit that. And then it went down and then it went back up to 69. And we we're like, oh yeah, now it's on. Now it's mm -hmm. on. Now it's gone. Oh, damn. You know, the, so conventional wisdom at that time during a bull market, people think it's going to go forever. It's just a psychology. We get excited. We get wrapped up into it. We're very optimistic. And, and I was one of those. But I was trying to look at it from previous charting. It didn't make sense to me that we stopped at 69. We did not hit the multiple of yeah. previous bull runs. But it what like happened? It was going to keep going. It looks like it was going to keep going. But I think it's part of that macroeconomics. The world is weird right now. The right? world is weird and weird. The world is full of weird people and yeah. you listening, you might be one of them. I don't yeah. know. And but, it's really well, weird to me though, Joel, that it went to 69 from like 3,800, like right when the, right when the pandemic had hit, it hit all the way down to 3,800. And then it went all the way up to $69,000. That's a, that's, that's like so big 22, that's a 22x on on Bitcoin almost, right? Yeah. Something like that, 20x something. Yeah. And so that was weird to me. I was like, wow. So if that's the case, if the economy is completely shit and Bitcoin goes down with everything, but then it goes up, it just seemed different to me. And the, the fact that it went back down to sixteen thousand is weird. I think I think it's probably about where it should be right now before it does, takes off on a bull run. But it could definitely go down, and eventually it will go up. So I guess just take that for what it is which is basically Crypto's what i up. said I, I don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and neither do you well mm -hmm. it, it's the, the same mentality seems to be applying in in the bear market right because we go low and low and low and people are like oh yeah we're gonna hit 12 we're gonna hit 10 we're gonna hit five thousand dollars again and it seems like it's easy to pile on and concur with the masses that oh yeah we're going down well we didn't keep going up and maybe we won't keep going down, but we're still a long way from the having. It's not until mm -hmm. um, 2024. And typically, yeah. if history means anything, six months prior to the having is when we start to see. Yeah. And we're about 400 days away from the having, something like that. So we're still full on in the bear market. So much so, I was watching the NFL playoffs and my Kansas City Chiefs won last night, went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Chiefs. Which is awesome. But I was watching one of the commercials. Did you see the commercial about Cocaine Bear? No, I didn't. Oh, watch my God. You didn't watch the sports ball last night? No, I didn't watch the commercials. 
Oh God, dude, cocaine bear. Apparently this happened for real where um, like a bunch of cocaine fell out of uh, an airplane. They were doing some heist or something and a bear found it, a big black bear. And it took all the cocaine and just like was terrorizing people. I was just like, oh my God, I have to go see that because cocaine bear seems like the market we're in right now. It seems <laughs> Sounds like, like a great title for a song. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Why, Can you imagine you that? Snored all the blow. Cocaine bear. Where you going? It overdosed. Go? It overdosed. I it think literally they... loved the cocaine so much, and it went back to another pack. It was like, oh my god, it ate all the pack, and it was found it dead. I think it you ate... should ask Chat GPT to write a song about cocaine bear. Oh my god, I gotta watch that movie because it just sounds hilarious to me. Well, there you go. So uh, there has been a report from Circle, which, of course, they are the creator of the USDC coin, which is the stable coin, which uh, more people seem to trust than Tether. At least there's not as many questions around it. And uh, apparently the uh, the reserves that they have, there is a dollar for dollar backing in custody accounts that is mostly invested in U.S. Treasury bonds. So it seems to me that they're being very safe with uh, with the reserves that they have there. And I feel like um, they're, they're treating it more like a government money market fund is mm-hmm. where the money is. But, uh, you know, that to me seems like a better audit than what we've seen from USDT. Yeah, well, it does actually give you some data, which is <clears> well, it's not really so- an audit. It's their own report. It's yeah. not a, it's we not reported anything. on ourselves and we found ourselves to be completely innocent <laughs> of everything that we found. No, so U.S. banks that are holding the USDC, Bank of New York Mellon, Citizens Trust Bank, <coughs> Customers Bank, New York Community Bank, Signature Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, and Silvergate Bank. So um, that is interesting. So they're diversified. It's not all in one place. They're using they're 14 different, as you said, 14 different UST bills, <coughs> these treasury bills. Um, valued over $23 billion there, and they got a bunch of cash. So it's it would seem to me that based on this data, if the data is accurate, then USDC is maybe a better position, as you mentioned, than the lack of trust with Tether that some people have. Perhaps so. Here's the big news as far as I'm concerned for the week. We knew it was just a matter of time that one of the major players in e-commerce would announce that they're getting into Web3. And apparently Amazon is finally going to make that move. I don't know what it looks like, but the article here on BlockWorks, world's largest retailer has been hovering at the edges of Web3 tech for some time. Amazon NFT initiative coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they say that it's, it's most likely based on blockchain gaming, right? Blockchain. Yeah. Who's blockchain? Blockchain. Block, blockchain ba- I say block-based. Blockchain. 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 I, I do know a blockchain. She's nice. Yeah. She actually uh, was huge on the VV app and uh, buying them all. I don't know those are big now. But you. this is interesting seeing Amazon come into the space. Dude, if you pay attention to the job boards, you knew that this is coming. They just hadn't mm-hmm. announced it. You know, Amazon looking for an NFT person, looking for blockchain people. They're looking for crypto-related people. They've been investing in the space regularly. You can see it on the job boards. If you pay attention to the job boards, you can see where people are diving into crypto. We knew this was coming. Now it's more official, and it's going to be really interesting to see where this thing goes. So you're going to want to keep that And it's coming through the, the, uh, the vertical, which we have predicted. Gaming is mm-hmm. the onboarding uh, vehicle 
for the mainstream. All the people, so many of the people that were brainwashed and the NFTs bad, NFTs kill environment, will never buy NFT, your ape stupid, beep boop, NPC. Well, guess what? Uh, you know, a couple of years ago when they were saying that, I'm like, just wait, you will own an NFT. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. They're like, never, never. <sighs> it's going to happen. And yeah. You, there's no avoiding it, but it doesn't, you don't have to think of it as an NFT. Just think about a digital asset that you own instead of renting it or licensing it from the game. You own it. That means you can actually mm-hmm. benefit from it more because when you're done using it, you can sell it to somebody who wants to, who wants it. It's yep. a good thing. Well, let me show you this. I mean, this I'm going to add an extra story. Joe likes to add stories sometimes. I'm going to add a story here. Add a so, story. Just this weekend, I saw this. California DMV is set to launch a car title NFT. So they're on the verge of digitizing car title management on Tezos, right? So that's me. I'm going to go ahead and put that article in the show notes. I to found me, it is- another thing which we have, uh, which we've been talking about that car titles, mm-hmm. home deeds, these are the types of things that can yeah. be turned into NFTs because yeah. they prove ownership. Yeah, you could fractional. I was thinking about this. I own my home. So I was thinking about, you know, I could, if I wanted to, fractionalize ownership in my home, divide it into X amount, keep 51% of my home for as long as I wanted to live there, right? And, and basically, I talked to an attorney and they said, as long as you don't tap into it and say, do some Airbnb type of stuff where it makes it more of a um, sort of, a, oh, you oh, I own X amount so I can stay at your place for X amount of time. That makes it confusing and that convolutes things. However, if somebody just owns one ninth of my home or a tenth of my home or whatever, that becomes an investment and not sort of a timeshare kind of a thing. So that could work. So we're going to start seeing things like that popping up all over. And if you're interested in learning more about the future use cases of NFTs, you can go to linktree slash future of NFTs, all linktr.ee slash future of NFTs. I put together a huge document of all of these different consulting firms thoughts around nfts and web3 you're going to want to check that out that's a great great resource it's a great resource and you know it's good to see california doing something forward thinking because just this morning i ran across this tweet that california has an actual campaign about overdosing no overdosing this is like let's take care of if you're going to overdose at least do it right Uh, (laughs) that's for real this is an actual campaign no do it with friends use with people take turns don't do it alone have somebody check on you you know if you're going to overdo dose then you know at least minimize your risk not don't overdose not hey maybe you should think about not doing drugs but right if you're gonna overdose do it right i would always say this because you know what's so crazy and i think i've mentioned this before on another show but what always gets me is like, I've never done heroin, but what seems to happen is people will do their heroin, then they stop cold turkey, but then when they start and say, you know what, I want to do heroin again, they do a big ass batch, a big dose like they did before when they had this, you know, how they had built up their immunity to it. And uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do heroin and don't do big, big bowls or big spoonfuls of heroin. If you haven't done heroin in a while, you know, ease into it. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is not uh, drug advice. This is the bad, evil podcast. (laughs) So SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried in the news again, as is FTX. Um, The Department of Justice, (coughs) ironically named, because there isn't much of that in the Department of, says that he tried to influence witness testimony and they want to ban his use on Signal. They're saying we don't want him using these private messaging apps to uh, to communicate with others yeah. while we're under this investigation. You know, you know what they should have done, Joel? They shouldn't have fucking let him get out of jail. Hello? Like, you can <laughs> like you get out of the shittiest prison in the Bahamas and then you come to America and they immediately let you out? Really? That's because they gave so much money to certain politicians that they pulled strings. And if you think that's a conspiracy, then you're a fucking idiot. Because well, that's exactly here- it's not. Here you go. This is on Coindesk, Congress's FTX problem. One in three members of Congress got cash from wow. crypto exchanges bosses. 196 <laughs> lawmakers took direct contributions from SBF what? and other F. You didn't even know oh, this was coming. I had, when seen you were this new, I had seen this news. Now, this is a new one that got thrown in. Wow. <laughs> one out of every three in the 535 senators and Congress representatives. Received money for them. So no wonder. So if you paid attention to this, Sam Bankman Freed had a $250 million bail bond, right? And so allegedly his parents put up their $4 million home in California as collateral and got him out. Basically paid no money. They should have paid at least $25 million to get him out. Didn't pay anything. And you can go down that rabbit hole and look and see how it worked. He literally was in a shithole in Bahamas, came to America, and next thing you know, he was on a first-class flight hanging out in United uh, uh, Lounge and then sitting on the first-class flight flying home three days before Christmas. They should have let his ass sit in there if they're worried about him talking to people on Signal or talking to people on Twitter like a fucking idiot. That what they would have done was they would have kept his ass in jail, which is what they should have done. And they did not. And, and you, you have to wonder exactly uh, why the judge yeah. actually allowed it and whose hands were in whose pockets. Yeah. So you know who else should be in jail? You know who else should be in jail, Joel? Who's that? Our next story. Go ahead. Oh, our next story. Yeah. R- Ruja. Ruja uh, Ignatova. We did a show about this. The missing crypto queen. Uh, when, when was it we did this episode? Uh, episode episode six, 630, yeah, 632. 632. Jamie Bartlett wrote about the one coin story. We had him on the show to talk about this. And uh, they're actually making a documentary about this now that you and I have been invited to uh, to comment in. And you're at, you're flying to New York to get on screen. Be ready for your close up. Yeah. Well, I'm fasting now because I'm, I'm trying to get some a little less fatness. But yeah, so I uh, actually going to uh, going to New York, going to the New York Stock Exchange with uh, my co-author of Digital Sense, Chris Snook. And we're doing this new Web3 update thing on uh, FinTech TV. So I'm going there. And then while I was there, we want to go do this uh, documentary thing, too. So the, the uh, Ruja Ignatova, if you don't know what's up with her, uh, they basically con people out of billions of dollars like four billions four but she left with probably four billion dollars now my thought is on this if you're a woman you can change your look so easily with some plastic surgery change your color hair do some different things with your makeup and you can go pretty much ghost especially if you have four billion dollars joel that you that's that can buy you a whole lot of ghost she is on the fbi's 10 most wanted list and she's the only woman on the list however uh several days ago according to the story on the new york post a penthouse apartment in the london suburb of kensington went up for sale 
with an asking price of $15.5 million. It's understood that she purchased the property under a company name, but a new rule means the beneficiary of the said company must be named in full. Well, they found her name and her claim to the property as a beneficial owner in a filing that the that they found with the UK's financial regulator. And what ended up happening is the moment that uh, that the property seller um, saw it, he took the listing down once it emerged that Ignatova had links to it. So this could confirm that she is alive and maybe they're tracking her down. Yeah, well, so now they, they they found her under, as you mentioned, under a company name, and now the company must be named in full. What's the name of the company? Because it seems to me, oh, so the property belonged to Abbott's House Penthouse Limited, uh, based in Guernsey. Uh, it's a tax haven with little government oversight. So now they know at least what this company is, and maybe they can start finding her a little bit more, but she's been out of, out of private public records and land registry deeds until now so it's a it's 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 a clue joel it's pretty much what it is at this point right it, it, you know imagine having that much money but always looking over your shoulder mm-hmm. wondering not worth it get caught it's so crazy don't yeah, do crime cool. don't do drugs stay in school unless it's a public school in which case ask your parents to pull you mm-hmm. out and homeschool you because the public yeah. school system's screwed sorry to the good teachers out there but you guys got a real uphill battle against yeah. going on don't don't scam people for billions. Don't do too much heroin. And thank, thank you for listening to the Evil Bad Crypto Podcast. Don't do any. Hey, for those of you that are in the Bad Crypto Nifty Club, you just got this cool drop um, commemorating our episode last week, Zero Knowledge Proof. Uh, Lord Travis put this into uh, Mid Journey and made like a hundred different images, and and it doesn't know. You know, AI doesn't know what is zero knowledge proof. But I think this is a pretty cool little nft that you came up with here and um Thanks, it was dropped if uh, if you have the bad crypto nifty club membership and if you don't have that then why don't you have it it's yeah. it's right here at badcrypto.uncut.fm this is the one right here uh clocks in at all of three dollars and 17 cents right now all you got to do is have this in your wallet with those two really 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 good looking uh, yeah. politically incorrect conspiracy realists yeah. going down the rabbit hole on that NFT. It spins. It's yeah. rare. It says so right there. It's rare. Mm-hmm. And you can own one. Yeah. I think we should do one for this episode, Podcast of the Devil, and uh, episode 666 commemorating this one just because it's a joke. And then when we hit number 700, that is that is retribution. That's heavenly. That's the number of seven in heaven. So we'll do on the episode 700, we'll do a heavenly one. But I think okay. maybe episode six six six. I think I think a devil wearing wearing headphones. I think something. a devil wearing Prada. Okay, we can try that. I don't know. You do whatever you want to do with it. So there's here's the deal. You need to have this bad crypto nifty club uh, membership NFT in your wallet by Friday at midnight. Friday is the third, the third of February mm-hmm. uh, by midnight um, uh, uh, Atlantic Standard Time, which is 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's when I'm going to cut it off and I will yeah. airdrop this and the new NFT that Travis mm-hmm. is going to create. So you don't want to miss it. By the way, if you've got some of these, you might not know you got them because sometimes OpenSea 
hides them. So if you're supposed to be getting one of these airdropped NFTs and you haven't seen it, go into your hidden collection and go unhide and then put it on display for the world to see. Yeah. And I do want to say I want to apologize to all the other NFL fans out there. My team has been in the Super Bowl three times in the last four years. So we started bad crypto and then the Chiefs started winning and going to all the Super Bowls. And so, you know, I'm kind of sorry for everybody else, all the other teams that aren't there because we're there. And thank you. What's going to happen uh, in Phil with Philadelphia? When he, when you know, I, I think Philadelphia could throw the womp down on the Chiefs. I really do. I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much. I really wanted to beat the Bengals because they were talking so much shit and calling it Burrowhead because, you know, the Bengals had beaten the Chiefs the last three times, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Burrow was undefeated against the Chiefs. And so they were talking mad shit and it pissed off. It pissed off the team. And you can tell how mad like that, uh, that, that stadium was so loud. So oh my I really wanted that one. The, the Eagles dude, what's really cool about this one, bro, is that literally there's bros in this. There's a podcast out there called new Heights show which has jason kelsey and travis kelsey jason kelsey is the center uh 12-year vet for the eagles and travis kelsey is a 10-year vet for the kansas city chiefs the tight end who's they're both hall, they're both first ballot hall of famers they're both really good and their show is the number one sports podcast in all the land and i think this week's episode is going to be hilarious because they both made it to the super bowl joel it's unbelievable Pretty fun. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Would appreciate it if you took a moment and go gave us a five-star review. Make it funny. We like humor. Uh, 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 be funny. Uh, we might actually... Mm, I, I was going to maybe promise an NFT drop for those who review, but I don't want to bribe you that way. That just wouldn't... No bribes. But how would we even be able to verify I don't, that? I don't know. No. Just just go and review us out of the goodness of your heart. We'll catch you on the next episode. Go and review us out of the bottom of your own heart. Out of the out of the just pure anger and spite. Leave us a one-star review because you hate us so much. And stay mad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Well, you sound a little bit like Popeye at the end. I'm good to the finish because I eat my spinach. Because I listen to the bad cryptos.